With Siata Dishmaya, we're going to continue with the lessons of how to have a Havas Israel. And I know that those of you that have been from the beginning of our lessons, and for those of you who caught on earlier or afterwards, after we started, go back to the beginning and you can take you can take the lessons and download them from trusthashem.org. Go there, download them, and oh, we have four other shiorim going on every day at the same time, and we're adding another one. Because of the Havas Israel, Baruch Hashem, we're going to start to teach Bezrat Hashem with Hashem's help, uh, Roni Akara, which is a guide for the childless. Baruch Hashem, Hakam Gayon, Gayon, Hakam Rabbi Yaakov Hillel gave a special bracha, Baruch Hashem, on this sefer that he put together with countless, countless, countless uh, information on segulot. You know, on prayers, on on hizuk, on everything that a person would need in for to have a child and shake and open the gates of Shemaim. And also for those that are expecting, that are pregnant. There are things that a person should be doing in this time and to to ensure Bezat Hashem that the, we should have Baruch Hashem, a beautiful, beautiful present at the end of the nine months, Bezat Hashem. So this is a very powerful teaching with Siata Dishmaya. I was given the ability and the brachot to give these to 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 give over, you know, teaching his shiur uh, on his uh, on his authored uh, sefer, and it's going to be a lesson I will only give once a month, and I will also take questions coming from my students to the rav himself and bring back some answers. So this is only for women, only for women that want to have children, and only for a woman that's already in. In, in in labor or not in labor sorry you know pregnant pregnant and and uh and this is for only only uh those this pertains to only those so if you're one of those you will reach out to me and i can uh, send you the group uh, link and i will approve everyone because again I, I need to make sure you fulfill those categories because this goes deep and this is something that it's mamish people have realized many many miracles and 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 what hakam Ilel has done here it's absolutely uh, life-changing and baruch hashem baruch hashem it's answered a lot of a lot of couples who have been in pain because they have not been able to have children so this is also part of loving israel loving having a havas israel so baruch hashem let's continue here and um and go forward so we're going to continue and we're going to talk now about the destruction of the first and second Bektamikdash. So this is the intent of the Gemara according to the public lecturers. It's stated in Tractate Yoma, the earlier ones from the period of the first Bektamikdash, whose inequity, inequity was revealed, had the end of their exile revealed. The later ones from the period of the second Bektamikdash, whose inequity was not revealed, the end of their exile was not revealed. Do we get that? Okay, so just let me go back and 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 repeat this. The Gemara there explains why the two temples were destroyed. So the first Bektamikdash was destroyed because the people transgressed the three cardinal sins. It was idol worship, illicit relations, and murder. And the second Bektamikdash was destroyed due to the baseless hatred that existed amongst the, the Jewish people. So following the destruction of the first, the first Bektamikdash, the Jewish people were sent into exile for 70 years. And this number of years had already been prophesied. It was prophesied by Yemiah. However, the exile following the destruction of the second Bektamikdash, the current exile, 
was not predetermined. And here the Gemara explains that the reason for this is that the sins that caused the destruction of the first Bekdamidash were revealed. They were public sins. So therefore the allotted time for the exile was revealed as well. And however, the sins that caused the destruction of the second Bekdamidash were not revealed as they were in private, inward sins. And therefore, therefore the allotted time was not revealed. So what does that mean by saying that their sins were revealed? Furthermore, what is the connection between the revealed sins and the revealed time for the exile? So here we're going to start to open it up and we're going to explain it. So the explanation is that hatred is the underlying force behind all grave sins. Do we get that? Even though they sins, they even though they had not the sins had not yet been committed, in any case their potential already exists. And although it has not been revealed, and therefore their exile's end was not revealed. So since this is so, the outcome that depends on the magnitude of the sin that will subsequently sprout from it. In this way, the exile becomes extended. And, and, and I just want to add that the, the sin of hatred is the underlying cause of many more sins as time goes by. The sin becomes greater and greater and greater and greater because it causes more and more sins to be committed. So the punishment for the sin of hatred is not only for the sin itself, but for all the sins that result from that hatred. So there's no way to decree a specific time limit to the punishment for the sin will continue to grow. Uh, unfortunately. So during the time of the first Bektamidash, the sins that were committed did not lead to, un to other sins. Do you get that? The impact of those three sins was revealed and therefore the duration of the exile was revealed as well. But during the era of the second Bektamidash, since the sins were not revealed, but they were going on and growing, therefore, listen to this carefully, the end likewise was not revealed. Wow, look at that, how in our Torah is such, so emmet, so emmet. So just as a doctor will not provide a limit to the patient as to the duration of his treatment, as long as his illness has not been divulged to others, but remains hidden within him, similarly the end of their exile was not revealed. So indeed, now we see now with our own eyes how much this exile has been extended, far more than the first exile. Hatred, hatred has corrupted us, guys, more than the cardinal sins that we transgressed in the time of the first Bektamikdash. Whatever we are now enduring is because of the sins and suffering is all the product of the initial hatred. Do we get that? Do we understand that? Sadly, sadly, our present exile, right, following the destruction of the second Bektamikdash has lasted far longer than the first exile that lasted merely only 70 years. So clearly the sin of hatred has a far greater detrimental impact than even the three cardinal sins that were committed during the first Bektamikdash era. And the reason the Beis HaLevi maintains this because the sin of hatred continuously spawns and many spawns many other severe sins. Guys, we have to understand when we don't love a fellow Yid, we, we don't love them. When we don't have love for Klad Israel and we hate someone and we harbor some type of hatred, anything that we harbor in our hearts 
is concealed but we're hating we're not liking that person and as we learned that every single minute every single second that we have in our hearts any type of ill feelings for any jew every second is counted as a different avero you can't go there you must love cloud israel why and i'll give you a very simple a very simple antidote for it why must you love cloud israel because if you love cloud israel you love kadosh baruchu if you love cloud israel you're loving hashem because hashem is in cloud israel when you don't like someone in cloud israel you're actually saying i don't like kadosh baruchu hasra shalom but that's basically what you're saying because you can't love hashem unless you love his children it doesn't work that way guys and we have to understand and we teach one of the shiurim i teach is also raimudai bitahon when you have bitahon you know that everything is from hashem you know that that person that came and made did something to you that you did not like and maybe you're still holding that resentment in your heart maybe because we're, we're we, we all fall to that i raised my hand i as well have fallen to that okay so i will tell you that 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 situation in itself is causing men it's every second every second is an avera why would you want that but when you start to have bitahon in your creator and you start to learn what bitahon is and for those of you that are not i might be the hunchy or you need to get on there like right away i also have it on trusthashem.org from lesson number one up up until now but i can also give you the whatsapp link just text me or, or whatsapp me i can tell you that when you know and you have bitahon you're not going to be upset at anybody <laughs> because you're going to realize that that person was only a tool it was only a tool that hashem yisbarak himself used to get your attention or to do something that needed to be done or to a kapara or some type of of heshbon nefesh that you needed to do in that moment and that or some some avera that was done it could be a lot of things and that person was the one that was used to catch your attention to to shake you up so it wasn't the person you can't blame the person you can say give me the example that we gave the other the other lesson about the stick that the dog goes after and starts to bite the stick to hit him why are you doing that you, it's like crazy that's crazy thinking it, it, the stick is a stick the one that's moving the stick is the creator himself so we have to go back and we have to do as bone nefesh we have to find out what did we do what did we do to deserve that because Hashem is also Emmet and whatever he's doing he's doing with a lot of love and a lot of kindness because trust me because if he ran the world in his system of, of justice we would not survive and so we have to let go of all this is in our heart let it out let it out ask Hashem if it's hard for you to open up I've had a lot of students approach me and they write to me and they tell me what they're going through and Baruch Hashem with the Yatad Ishmael we help every student release that release that that they carry within themselves because it's only harming you it's not harming anyone else but you this is what you have to understand so with that being said start to ask Hashem talk to your creator build a relationship with the creator and ask Hashem to open your heart to feel the love to feel the love for him as a Jew now that doesn't mean that you will understand to do his bon nefesh to release that from your heart and you will love him as a Jew but it doesn't mean that you have to continue in the same relationship you had with that person in the past 
No, that doesn't mean that at all. It just means that you can res- you have to respect the person and you can't do anything bad to the person and you can't have revenge against the person, but you can love the person because he's a Jew. Just because he's a Jew, you can love him. And then you you don't have to have the same relationship you had in the past. You can you can have it, you know, just by respecting the person, but just releasing that from your heart, guys. You do it for yourself. You're not doing for anyone else, but you're doing it for only yourself. And if you do it for yourself, you're always doing it and also doing it for Cloud Israel. Because remember, we're all in this together, guys. And what's giving us these open miracles that we're seeing out in the battlefield is the adult that we're doing and we're feeling and we're, we're working on right now. Is the fact that we're sharing and we're caring and we're helping, whether he has a keeper or doesn't have a keeper. Who cares? He's a Jew and we're kind and we're loving him and we're sharing with him and we're helping them right this is what's giving us the open miracles that you're seeing now guys be wise be smart just be an abdud love your fellow jew because it's loving a sham i'm telling you it's all a puppet show at the end of our life at 120 we're gonna see it was all a puppet show everything around you were only instruments used by hashem himself to get you to the point where you needed to be in your process in this world so all I can say is do it for yourself. So I'm going to give uh, another insight before we wrap up on, on, on this uh, lesson that we just learned about a hidden sin, the hidden sin. So when Yaakov Avinu gave his children his final blessings before his death, he summoned them and said, gather and I will tell you what will happen to you at the end of time. And, and then again, in the following verse, he said, gather and listen sons of Yaakov. And we see this in the book of Bereshit. So why did he use the term gather twice? He used the term gather two times. Why? The Rashi explains that Yaakov originally planned to reveal the time of the final redemption, but when his sons arrived, he realized that the Shekhinah had left them. So he blessed them instead. So it was considered as if Two gatherings took place. So the Balaturim adds a fascinating insight. And when Yaakov saw that the Shekhinah had departed, he asked his children, perhaps there's a sin among you. And they replied, look carefully into the letters in which our 12 names are formed. There is no letter Chet or Tet, which are used to spell the words sin, right? They implied, this is a sign that we do not have any sin among us. To which Yaakov answered, true, nor do you have the letters kuf or tsadi, which spells the final redemption. That is why he did not reveal the time of the final redemption to them. So what's the meaning of all this, guys? What What's the meaning here? So the Hatam Sofer uh, explains beautifully. As the Beis Halavi mentioned from the Gemara, since the sin of Sinahinam was not revealed, so too the length of the exile that it caused was not revealed either. So based on this premise, the Hassam Sofer explains that although the letters Chet and Tet, spelling Chet and Sin, sin, were not included in the letters forming the names of the Shevatim, this was not necessarily a positive sign because the letters Kuth and Zari Spelling Kate's, the ends of ex, of the exile were likewise not there. That is, the Chet was hidden. 
and therefore the Kate was hidden as well. And Yaakov was foreseeing the cause of the destruction of the second Bektamikdash, Sinachinam, as well as its long and bitter results. So this seemingly never-ending Galut in which we are still mirroring. That's why Yaakov Avinu told his sons to gather, gather together, meaning that they should unite as one, gather, unite, adult, because only through, only through, guys, listen, open your ears, stop what you're doing and listen, only, only through Ahavas Israel, only through adult, only through Ahavas Israel will the Bekta Midas re, be rebuilt, only, only through that, no other, no other, no other reason, no other justification, only. I'm going to repeat it again. You have to understand this. Meaning, we have to unite as one. We have to be in Agdud, only. It's that word simple, rock, only. Through Ahavas Israel, will the Bet Amidas be rebuilt. And with that being said, we're going to give a little talk list of what to do because I end the every shiur and in, uh, in, in this shiurim, I give a little what to do today. Today, you're going to do a little what you earn merits. I give you these things so you can earn more goodies or earn more, more, more merits to put in your merit account for Claudia's Rollin for yourself, right? You're going to look into your heart and you're going to see that maybe you're holding a grudge or maybe you're holding something that someone did to you that maybe you didn't like. And even though you forgave them and even though you may be outwardly, outwardly you appear one way, but inside you feel a little bit different. And I want you to take some time and I want you to sit by yourself. And I want you to talk to Hashem. And I want you to say, creator of the world, master of the universe, I am yours and you are mine. You're my God and I am your firstborn. Please, I beg of you, God, open my heart so that this 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 feeling of uncomfort, this feeling that's not good about my fellow, my brother or my sister, uh, my fellow of Claude Israel, I can remove it from within me because I have a desire to only love Klal Israel. I have a desire to only grow in love with Klal Israel. So creator of the world, creator of, of my master of the universe, God, please open my heart and remove that from my heart. I don't want to carry that inside of me. I don't want to continue to sin. I don't want to have averos. I only want to have love. I only want to have merits. I only want to give merits to Klal Israel. I only want to be in Agdu with Klal Israel because I only want all of us to make it. I want all of us to make it and all of us to go and dance towards the Bektamidash, the third Bektamidash, which I know you so much want to give us, but we have to earn it by being in Agdud and loving each other. So with that being said, we're going to continue with these lessons. Bezrat Hashem with Siyata Dishmaya tomorrow. Baruch Adonai. Amen ve Amen.